Welcome to another episode of the Screen Stuff Podcast. I am Elgin, and here with me is it's Paul. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> yes. So, uh, what are we talking we're, about we're, this week, Elgin? We're, we're going to talk about disjointed. And what is disjointed? Um, did some, someone lacking the right bendable parts in their body? <laughs> no, it's a pun. It's a pun. Wait. There's wordplay and puns in the title of a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. How novel. Yeah, on, on Netflix. This is a Chuck Lorre, Chuck Lorre comedy on Netflix. Very strange. Well, Chuck Lorre is known for? Uh, Big Bang Theory. And? Other things. <laughs> things I don't two, watch. Two and a half. <laughs> things I don't watch. Basically, all the shows on CBS you refuse to watch. Yeah, basically. So Netflix finally decided that they're going to jump on the Chuck Lorre. Chuck Lorre. Yeah, wagon. you know what though? I listened to an uh, an interview with Chuck Lorre on mm-hmm. KCRW's the the business. The business. And it was very fascinating. It gave me uh, insight into his mind and where he's with this show and. All right. I, would, I would recommend anyone watching the you know on the fence about giving the show a chance to listen to, to, to listen that. to the podcast. Okay, because maybe glad... we'll dig more into that. Yeah. when we talk about the show, because yeah, I'm curious yeah. as to what he said that you feel like was helpful for you. Yes, yes. Okay. So, so um, what's the show about? It's, so it's it's a show that takes place in modern day. It's not a throwback no. show. I know, shocking. <laughs> uh, but it stars Kathy Bates of all people. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was too busy with American Horror Story. But well, I don't. Not. Maybe she's not in this season of yeah, it. Yeah. It's just Sarah Paulson is per usual. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, it's Kathy Bates, and she plays essentially uh, a grown-up hippie. Mm-hmm. So she's Kathy Bates, however old she is, 60s, yeah. 70s, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Is that rude? I, have, I kind don't of, know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think I ballparked her age amongst <laughs> two decades. Anyway, she's uh, opening up a weed dispensary now that marijuana is legal mm. for recreational use in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, she opened up a weed dispensary with her son, mm-hmm. and the show is essentially a workplace comedy yeah, yeah. that takes place exclusively at the dispensary with her, her son, and all of the bud tenders, as they are called, <laughs> uh, who work at the at the dispensary. Yeah. So let's listen to a, a brief clip. A brief clip. Very, very brief. A very brief clip of um, an interchange between the Kathy Bates character and her son. Yeah. Recreational is now legal in California. The gold rush is on, and pretty soon, somebody's going to become the Walmart of cannabis. Why not us? Because Walmart is evil. <laughs> All right, so that was just a brief little snippet of what this show is like. So, if as you were able to tell from the clip, there is a laugh track. It's actually not a laugh track. It's there's an audience. A, there's a live studio audience, yeah. like pretty much all of Chuck Lorre's shows. Chuck Lorre being most well known for The Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men. Mm. Um, normally, he's been a CBS sitcom guy. Mm-hmm. And now we see him on Netflix. Yeah, so that, so that was yeah. Kathy that? Bates as Ruth and uh, Aaron Moten as Travis. Those were the two in the yeah, clip. Yeah, and 
There's a supporting and, and cast. Aaron Moten, he happens to be black, and uh, you know, so the he's uh, the son of a white woman, but you yeah. know, the father was black. And, so our assumption yeah. is that he's biracial. Biracial, yeah. So yeah. there's that. So that adds a little bit of a a twist, if yeah. you will, to and, but he, and the he, conventional. Yeah, and he's um, he wants to make weed a big industry kind of he wants to, well in the, in the pilot in, in the pilot episode you know it's clear that he's the straight man yeah in the show yeah. he does he went to business school mm-hmm. and so he's approaching this whole thing as a, a business as mm-hmm. this industry he wants to expand and have branches and create a brand mm-hmm. whereas kathy bates She's the polar opposite. Yeah, she just wants to keep it like a little home. She's there to help people. She's there to, you know, do holistic medicine, whatever. But she was like a lawyer, right? Like, it seems like she had some training. Maybe she worked for the man at one point. Or like like, she seems to have been involved in activism. Maybe she wasn't a lawyer, but she was an activist activist in making uh, marijuana legal. and, 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 you know, she was definitely like a hippie, for sure. Like a political act, active hippie so there's some other characters in this ensemble piece i would say the security Um, guard is played by tone bell who is a stand-up comedian um personally he's one of my more favorite characters in the show but we can get that get to that later okay and then there's uh pete played by dougie baldwin he he's kind of the where 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 have i seen him before i don't know where you've seen him but he's kind of he he takes care of the grow house yeah He, he tends to the actual bud on the plants um, he's Australian, so sometimes yeah. when he talks to the plants, he speaks in an Australian accent, and you think he's just being funny for the camera, but he's just speaking in his normal <laughs> accent. That's <laughs> hilarious. And then the, I would say the round out the the main crew there'd be uh, Olivia, played by Elizabeth Allerfer. She's and... pretty much the love interest of Travis. Yeah, that seems to be her her main purpose yeah and then there's jenny played by elizabeth ho who that's my favorite character i would say yeah um i remember learning what you know in terms of like writing sitcoms uh-huh. you have like the you know the normal one mm-hmm. that's travis and then yeah i would say elizabeth ho who plays jenny she's the weird one the weird one kind of yeah she's like the phoebe or whatever she yeah she's got the yeah. phoebe vibe to but her. she's also asian yeah yeah or she, at least half asian yeah it's not totally clear i mean uh, her the character, character is, is, like. is Flasian. <laughs> full Asian. She speaks in Mandarin. Perfect um, Mandarin from what I can tell. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. throughout the show. Yeah. And yeah, her character is interesting because she's was about to finish her last year of med school mm. and she got into pot and yeah, she decided out. to stop going to school, which <laughs> I think is I find it to be a little annoying. A little, to be honest, like that. Okay. I mean... What do you find annoying about it? Well, I, I I buy the whole quitting med school because she's probably doing it for her parents mm. type of angle. Yeah. But I think it's silly or reductive to say it's because of pot. Mm. So as long... I mean, I think the show does address it to a certain extent that it's not just because of pot. Mm-hmm. But I don't like how they're using pot as like at least her scapegoat for a while. Because okay. I think it's just like... Okay, well, maybe this is bigger picture. So yeah, yeah, one yeah. of my complaints about the show is, of course, this is quote-unquote a stoner comedy. Mm-hmm. So some of the comedy has to be, I think, I don't know what the right word is, 
geared towards the stoner audience. <laughs> my my only issue with that though is is it really trying to be a stoner comedy or is it trying to be a broad comedy? It makes me feel like it's trying to be more of a broad comedy in which then they're using a lot of to me the really low-hanging reductive pot tropes and stereotypes of pot smokers okay. Okay. to uh, to yes. to derive a lot of their comedy yeah. which to me rings very false because i know that uh, the majority of pot users aren't like the kids who are wearing the hemp shirts and tie dye. You and mean like dreads. Dabby and Dank, the yeah. the couple who are they have just, like a web show yeah, that they yeah. you know cut to a lot. Okay, so okay, I, I if I hadn't listened to the Chuck Lorre, yeah, tell me all about okay. this this okay. goddamn interview. <laughs> I think it, it'll help me. Okay, Lorre, Lorre's, you were saying well, why why Netflix now and like what 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 did what did going to Netflix allow you to do? Can I, can I guess at that answer yeah, a little sure. bit? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Because to me, when I was watching the show, so first of all, I had no idea that this was a Chuck Lorre show because yeah. when we decided to review this, yeah. we saw Netflix, yeah. Disjointed, yeah. and Kathy Bates. Yeah. And those three things sounded interesting together. Okay. The, the first moment that the show opens up and there's laughter in the background, I'm like, what is, is this performance art? What is this? And then when the credit Chuck Lorre came up, I'm like, oh, oh, I did not know that this is what I was watching yeah. before I started watching it. Yeah. And Chuck Lorre has obviously been uh, a, you know, Super a, a fixture yeah. in network traditional, you know, yes. uh, multi-camera, multi-camera laugh. Studio audiences sitcom like he's yeah. old school in that way. Yep. And what's fascinating to me about this is that he is going to Netflix. Yes. So it's still the Chuck Lorre formula. Yes. But there's a lot of swearing. There's a twist. There's there. a lot of yes. inappropriate language and comments being said. A lot of sexual things that aren't innuendo. That, that's right. And there's also just like straight up talk about drugs. Yes. And so to me, I'm like. Is this what happens when you take the leash off of Chuck Lorre? That's what this show feels like to me. It's like, what would Chuck Lorre look like if he had no boundaries? If he wasn't held to the standards of conservative CBS viewers? Yeah, like Chuck Lorre and his collaborators are obviously... Uh, they want to be untethered. Yeah, they're, they're but they're still... It's interesting what they're doing to, to me, okay? Because okay. I... As someone who does not like Chuck Lorre yeah, shows, doesn't like Chuck Lorre shows. What did this and interview general, tell you that I don't know? It's, <laughs> it's just basically that he, they wanted to take, they wanted to see what you can do with the multicam sitcom genre. He is married to that kind yeah, of and he, genre. And, and, and it was so interesting what he said though. He was he was talking about you know like he's actually in the interview he talks about how he's also. Involved in this new show called the Young Sheldon, which is a, which which is is a single, single cam, exactly. which is single cam, single which cam. I thought yeah. was fascinating. Yeah, and he said, "Damn, it takes so much time to do single cam. It's oh. so time consuming. You can't pump out the episodes." Yeah, and he and... He, he's, he's like, "That's the part I find so challenging and so frustrating about." It's more like cam. a movie, yeah, because it just takes forever to do the setups and do all this stuff. But yeah. with the the, the multi cam, you just you know you it's like it's like a play more, and you right. just shoot it right? right. And and but he said like even within this. 
uh, kind of formula, there's room for evolution, right? And he thought taking it to Netflix would, would allow him to do that. Yes, you are right. It allows him to swear. It also mm-hmm. allows them to do these kind of weird segues with the animation. There's all these crazy animation that, so, that shows up. But I yeah. thought that's really interesting. So that's the part. So the experimental aspects of this show. Yeah. To me, that's the most redeeming quality to it. Yes. So the jokes are still corny as f, right? Yes, most and, of them are. <laughs> and and there, know, and there is a broadness there, which I think he can't really get away from because he's trying to. He's, because he's Chuck Lorre. He's Chuck Lorre. Yeah, that's he, just part of his DNA. He can't entirely get away from that. And it's interesting because there is a live studio audience, but I don't know if they're getting the full experience. Then because I'm thinking like those animations are shown on a screen or maybe, something. but also. Even when you, because it's Netflix, there are no real commercials, mm-hmm. but there are fake, fake com- commercials. Yeah, those are interesting too. But sometimes with real products, which is interesting, like yes. Lay's potato chips. Yes, yes. But it's like two stoners just eating Lay's potato chips, and that's the entire commercial. Or just like these weird fake weed related commercials, almost like Saturday Night Live, but not quite as farcical. And this is what Laurie was saying that he was, he and his collaborators are interested in kind of like, maybe like, deconstructing the sitcom genre sure. through this. And I think there's some of that going on at the same time still reinforcing certain Well, I was going to say the, the, the sitcom's already been deconstructed a bit, sure. just generally speaking, sure, sure, but, sure, sure, sure. but not in this traditional multi-cam way. That's right. Which That's is interesting. Right. But, yeah. uh, but also those animations, I would say, are interesting. I don't know if it's making the show better mm-hmm. unless... You're stoned, right? Because the, the, the <laughs> well, I'm I'm just saying the style of animation yeah. is very much harkening back to Yellow Submarine and mm. other '60s slash '70s era cartoons that were. It looks like a Jimi Hendrix album. I cover. will I will say I don't know how many episodes you're in. Later ones are okay, maybe it might be different. They're they're a little bit different. Okay. They I mean they start changing. I'm I'm only, I'm only halfway through the ten episodes that are okay. available right now. Okay. I think there's going to be more very soon. I got about three or four episodes. Okay. In. Yeah. So, but you're, you're right. The very first animations that we see are very much like that, what you okay. described. Like the psychedelic. Uh, yeah. You know. And and they and they are usually of the the security guard. Uh, because that's, that's when he's suffering from PTSD. Because yeah, his storyline is that he was resistant to using marijuana and has come around to the idea of using it. So he's kind of like the guy. Well, there's actually another character as well, but there's a couple characters where you kind of then get the perspective of a new user. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and you're right. Like, there, there is, like, besides that stuff, which I actually thought is interesting, you yeah. know, to, to, have, to show, have to show up in a yeah. three-camera or four-cam whatever well, setup, it, I think it's, it's interesting. It's weird because when I was watching the first episode, again, not knowing what I was getting myself into, yeah. it felt like... Almost like that one episode of Mr. Robot when they do oh, the, yeah. the sitcom episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it felt like a sitcom, like looking at itself as a sitcom yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to just being a sitcom. sitcom, yeah. And so I did, did have Did that this, bother you? I had this weird out-of-body experience in that You felt disjointed? One. I think the other... Sorry. The other thing that comes into play, though, is, like I was saying before, what a show like this has to balance is being um, accessible to a broad audience, mm-hmm. 
But there are clearly things they're doing in the show that I think they're trying to appeal to people who might be under the influence while watching the I, show. I, I think you're right. And I think they're trying to do both. Yeah. And I feel like there are certain things that will work better if you're high, and there are certain things that will work better if you're not high when you're watching the show. I can... I can and yeah. you obviously can't be both at the same time. Yeah. And so that's that's the part of the show that is... Again, maybe it's this experimental thing and who knows what they're trying to do and what's successful and what's not. I just find a lot of the broad strokes to be... Too broad. Too broad. Again, yeah. in that I feel like they're stereotyping a lot of but what there, people but, but, think of But I of feel as, like there's there's still there's a knowingness about yeah. their broad strokes. Like, like even even when the first... It doesn't make it any more funny, well, okay, uh, no, though. No, no, I, I mean, like, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny says, like, she's the token Asian, which is kind of this kind of funny... It's a very wink, out, wink, wink, yeah, wink, wink. Yeah. And, and um, you know, some of the hallucinations that she has uh about her life yeah there's one where she's like singing yeah like yeah. I, you know i i kind of i didn't find that offensive i don't no, know no i definitely am not i'm i guess i'm not talking necessarily about the racial stuff i'm yeah. talking more about like the cult like weed culture like weed people's culture. okay people's perception of weed culture yeah and what weed culture actually is like yeah they're kind of trying to show it by having the housewife character come in and mm-hmm. use marijuana as a way to de-stress from her life and yeah, so they're they're, yeah. sh- they're showing other aspects of it but it still doesn't feel one all that nuanced but again it's a chuck lorry show so it's i'm not, not expecting it's not, not going to be nuanced yeah but uh, you know and, and, and there's that ridiculous character who's the antagonist that uh, Taekwon Doug next yeah, door yeah, and Taekwon Doug. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So dumb. Like that is really dumb. I so I, dumb. I would agree with you. But what do you, what do you think about the two uh YouTube characters, the Dabby and uh uh Dank? Dank. You know, they're they're obviously they're so, so just, caricatures in some ways, but like they're so like they're so committed. over the top. They're yeah. so over the top and so committed to going over the top that there's I, enough laughs there. Yeah, I can, I can, I'm okay with. So it. am I? Am I hearing this correctly? You, <laughs> you like the show. I, you know what? I just like admire it. Like there's something about it that I admire. It. It's, it's really weird. I, I. But you don't. But you don't like it. I, but you admire it. I don't. Or you like it. I kind of like it. I don't. <laughs> well, I don't love it. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I've loved a, a, a multicam uh, anything's for a long time. Since I can't, what? I, since Seinfeld? maybe Seinfeld. Maybe okay. since Seinfeld. Probably the okay. last one I really loved. Okay. You know? So it's not something that I'm really into. But like, I just I, I appreciate that it's trying to do something different with the form that 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 I have. Okay. You know, I I just. You know, last week I gave A plus forever or B plus yeah. forever, whatever it was. Like this. Well, there's going to be a second season. Yeah, yeah. So, so I just so clearly I'm, Netflix is on board enough. I kind of want to. I'm going to keep watching it. Okay. Uh, just to see where it goes, and I. Are know, you, and and are you planning on watching it just with always a single state of mind? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't. Yeah, want. I think I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll. I'll refrain from a comment, commenting on that, responding. Okay, so um, <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about uh, Kathy Bates here, because yeah. to me this is a very surprising move career-wise. Yeah, very surprising. I mean, Kathy Bates is known to be in typically prestige dramas, uh, you know, big films, mm-hmm. or at least ones with, you know, yeah, Oscar-winning, Oscar-nominated, Oscar uh, you know, yeah, yeah. people. And she's now in this Chuck Lorre 
fairly broad sitcom where she's delivering really silly one-liners. But I think she th- left and I right. think there's some part of her that thinks some of this is smart, you know, like or, okay. or, or you know, at least intelligent in in Do you work. think that she is an avid weed smoker and wants to normalize pot usage? I have no idea. I mean, I don't know if she's like a Woody Harrelson or I feel like, like that's that. got to be a part it, of it, the may, reason maybe. why she's here. Yeah, maybe. Cuz like these younger yeah. actors, they're just thirsty and they just want to get out yeah, there. Yeah, they just want to be on the show. There. Yeah, they want to be on the show. Kathy Bates has no reason to be on this show except for maybe believing in it she doesn't need the money or the fame or maybe she wants to try something different maybe she wants to do a three cam she's never done that before okay you know like maybe she wants to you know maybe she's just being because this is like this is more a well-rounded thespian yeah maybe she you know like not (laughs) being like hoity-toity and this is beneath me kind of thing you know i never felt like she was so hoity. i mean i never thought that she did american horror story and that kind of stuff which is some considered to be kind of, you know, yeah, not exactly the highest brow form yeah, of television, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, so you you didn't like this at all. There's nothing about no, no, this no, no. I'm like. not saying I didn't like this. Okay. I mean, just... would you would you tell people to give it a try? Okay, so after the first episode, I was like, really, I have to watch the, more of this for this podcast. <laughs> but like many things, yeah, as I watched a few more episodes, I think part of it was the jarring experience of the first episode because again i didn't know it was chuck lorry mm-hmm. i didn't know that there was going to be a laugh track and mm-hmm. so all of these things were like not what i was expecting yeah, i thought this yeah. was going to be like weeds okay that's what i was expecting <laughs> that, that this was going to be like an hour-long drama i was i was comedy. really glad it's not like weeds actually i didn't know yeah I, that's just what yeah. my mind was yeah expecting makes sense makes so sense. i think i had to wrap my mind around that first and then by the time i watched about the second and the third episodes the laugh track didn't feel as loud and as jarring as the first time. Okay. And, you know, again, once you get to know the characters, yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's just Pete, you know. And, <laughs> you know, you get the whole, like, you know, oh, shucks, sitcom vibe to, to some of the There characters. is a lot of that. There and so, I, I once you wrap your mind around that and get used to all of that stuff, then you're like, okay, I, I guess I can watch this and enjoy it for what it is. And... Um, again, like I said, I liked the Carter security guard storyline mm-hmm. with Tone Bell. I mm-hmm. thought his storyline was, to me, one of the more interesting, maybe along with Jenny. Yeah. Um, and and they and they keep playing with theirs into at least through okay. episode five. I mean, it's it's and there yeah. were some laugh out loud moments for sure. Yeah. And again, I thought the some of the experimental aspects of the show with the animations and the fake commercials, yeah, are interesting. So. That's to me what makes the show maybe worth watching. Okay. I still put a maybe on there because okay. I think okay. for some people they're just never going to enjoy a show like this. Yeah. And I think again because they're trying to cater to the broad audience and then the pot smoking audience, it also depends on who you're talking to. It, it, it okay. Yeah, I I hear some of it is definitely for the pot smoking audience. Yeah, no, no. I you know why I like I think I like it cuz it's like it allows me to like Unwind from the day like a good job would. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it just lets me enjoy three cam in a way that I've never, I haven't enjoyed okay. three cam in a long, 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 long time. And so it, I just appreciate it. It's that. bringing something back for you that you had since lost. I just basically... It's like an I've old basically, friend. I basically just written off three cam, right. multi-cam as, as a feasible thing. Okay. And uh, I'm glad that this shows that there can be some thing right. with the form right. that you can do something different. Yeah. And that's 
not easy to have yeah. done, I think, you know, because it's most times people, oh, <laughs> well, sometimes there's no incentive to do that, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think people should give it a try. You know, if you're not in, even if you're not into weed, I think it's 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 worth looking at and giving a try. But you're you're like that. Eh. Well, um, I feel like even if you're into weed, it might not be your jam. <laughs> and if you're not into your weed, it might not be your jam either. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But here's the other thing, and maybe this is just my own thing, is that I feel like shows that are centered around. Um, you know, some people won't even consider it a drug. They consider it medicine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The things that usually center around pot or pot smoking is typically either purely for stoners mm-hmm. or it's something more subversive and maybe not as quote-unquote mainstream. Okay. And so maybe part of me is just having a hard time reconciling that this is something mainstream that is centered around pot yeah and i'm just not used to that yeah and maybe yeah. That there's a little bit of a shift that needs to happen yeah but it's also a chuck lorry multi-cam comedy and yeah. i think it's just not something that i've watched on cbs yeah, yeah so I, I haven't watched am it. i am i going yeah. to now suddenly watch it because it's on netflix maybe maybe not i'm not i'm not sure i i guess for me i watch it and it's fine. It's not like it's painful to watch. But I, it's I, not something that I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't wait till the next episode. I, I, I mean, I don't know. And I, I don't pretend to know the ins and outs of the politics of mm-hmm. marijuana or legalization of marijuana. But it right. seems to me there's some intelligence about... There is. About how they right. talk about it on the show. It's not as dumb as like a just a... a plain old stoner comedy yeah i don't sure. i don't think so and it, it probably has maybe a little bit more going for it than just a plain old yeah but but there's sitcom. also dumb there's a lot of dumb broad jokes too yeah and i know I, I will yeah. i will say that 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 is definitely a part of the show so it's right. just, it is very weird and is rather disjointed yeah and and, <laughs> and that's what it is is that it just like it 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 feels like it's ripping my body apart with like <laughs> all these different things happening it's like okay here's like a little stoner clip okay that's a broad <laughs> comedy joke okay there's you know yeah. it's just like what am i watching <laughs> i want one category only you know and so <laughs> i think it's just it's just getting over that and that's that's just that's my own thing okay man all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. so like you said, it's destroying. Okay. All right. We'll stop saying that. Yeah, we'll because, stop saying it's really annoying. Um, anyway, uh, I think that, that covers, us, yeah, that covers, covers our conversation. Yeah, that covers about, it. About that covers it. <laughs> There's isn't much more to say. Uh, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to probably cover Blade Runner, right? The new Blade Runner. The new Blade Runner. 2049. 2049. Uh, with Arg- Rigo. Right, right, right. Really? Are you really? Is that I what don't know. What are you really? What I don't know. What, I, I, I didn't know that's what his name is. Anyway, uh, it, it, I, the film is really long. I hear something like three hours or something. Oh, Ridley. It, it's one of those long. It's not Ridley. It's the guy who did. Oh yeah, it's Sicario. Villeneuve. 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 Yeah, and Arrival. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ridley's only involved. That's involved right. As a, right. As a producer. Anyway. Okay. Well, yeah. then I can get on board with Denny. Okay. <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis. Yeah, so, uh, and then, you know, there'll be other things we're going to cover, too, but... I mean, um, there, it is it is fall TV season, even though TV seasons seem to be a thing of the past, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll do that. Um, but, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you. Please rate us on iTunes and other 
pod only if you're going to give us five stars yeah, all, of course, all, all, of course, of course. <laughs> or or whatever you want yeah or write us on uh our our blog or write wordpress wordpress screenstuffpodcast.wordpress.com yeah. and at screenstuffpod on twitter so thanks again for Tweet. listening and we'll catch you in a few weeks take care